All right, hockey fans, listen up because we've got something special cooked up for playoff season. It's called the Daily Faceoff Playoff Parlay Challenge, and it's going to add some serious spice to your playoff experience. Now, here's the deal every playoff game, you're going to be faced with a handful of questions. It's like your own personal playoff puzzle, and it's free to join. And there are prizes because who doesn't love winning stuff? Daily winners, you're getting hooked up with gift cards. Treat yourself to some nation gear or maybe even your favorite jersey. And for the big dogs, the people who can win an entire round, it's straight, cold, hard cash. We're talking about real dough for your hockey knowledge. So lace up those skates, stretch those thumbs, and get ready to show off your hockey IQ in the daily face-off playoff parlay challenge. Sign up today and play every game day at games.dailyfaceoff.com and prove your puck prowess. One size fits all seems like a good idea for clothes until you try them on. Same goes for healthcare. That's why United Healthcare offers flexible, budget friendly coverage for medical, vision, dental, and more. Learn more at uh1.com. It's that time of the year. Your vacation is coming up. You can already hear the beach waves, feel the warm breeze, relax, and think about work. You really, really want it all to work out while you're away. Monday.com gives you and the team that peace of mind. When all work is on one platform and everyone's in sync, things just flow. Wherever you are, tap the banner to go to Monday.com. You're watching Oilers Nation every day with Tyler Remchak. Your one-stop shop for all things Oilers. It's going to be a wild weekend of Oilers hockey. Get it? Yep. All right, let's get into it with the lead. I already made that joke. The title of the show is a wild Friday night versus Minnesota. Liam's eating a pizza roll from the bakery he downstairs. He tried to sneak in a bite right there while I was doing the lead. People can out. see it. It's a video <laughs> program. So good. All right. Well, welcome into Oilers Nation every day. A Sherwood Ford Giant Game Day edition of the program. And it all comes to you live from the Sports Closet Studio and live on the Oilers Nation YouTube where it's popping. It's popping over in that YouTube. Connor McDavid is in and just said, hello, is this Oilers Nation every day with Tyler Uremchuk? You already know. Uh, Anna is in. Last night's scoreboard was in our favor. Let's get the dub. Take over second place. Go Oilers. Adam is in and says the Canucks are starting to slip. Opportunity Adam. knocks. That's our boy Andy. That's so it. Adam. Anderson. I don't get it. All right. Why'd you just say Adam like that? Because says Adam. Yeah. What about it? That's his name. That's what I said. You said it was Andy. Yeah, but that's our pal from the nation vacation, Andy. Oh, I see. Now you get it. Adam Anderson. Do you see? I don't, yeah, I don't know if you do. I don't know if I get it. <laughs> uh, short for giant game day. Jay, your thoughts. Should I pan it over? Yeah, just pan over. No, I don't. Because then uh, knowing our equipment, it'll just all go to hell really quick. Uh, our boy Connor again is in and says, bet your mortgage on me as an anytime goal scorer. Uh, well, yeah, I mean, maybe. He hasn't scored since Vegas. It's been a long time. Yeah, he's such a bum. He only had two assists last game. Yeah, although you cashed your bet. 
Betway Game Day betting challenge a little bit later on in the show. But the lead, it's the Oilers heading into a weekend set of back-to-back games. The very rare back-to-back home games for the Edmonton Oilers. I feel like they I feel like they didn't even do this once last year. Now yeah. I could have fact-checked that by doing show prep. I did not. No need. So I'll just go ahead and say that it feels like they haven't done this in a really <laughs> long time. Uh, but Oilers taking on the wild this evening, a Minnesota team playing pretty good hockey as of late for the Edmonton Oilers. A couple of things just to get through right off the jump. Calvin Pickard is going to get the start tonight coming off a game against the Boston Bruins where Stuart Skinner didn't look great. Made a couple no. of nice saves, but a handful of those I really think he would have wanted back. So as our boy Tony Brar says, Pickard is going to get the ball this evening for the Oilers against the Wild. And I mean, he's coming off a performance against the uh, Dallas Stars where, you know, some people weren't thrilled with the quality of goals he was giving up, but... He only gave up three goals to the best offense in the NHL. That's lower than the Dallas Stars average this year. And he did enough for them to go out and get the win. So I don't know. I feel like it's tough to argue against the decision to go with Pickard here. I I agree. I think what's getting lost a lot in that Dallas game is like you said, like how good that offense is. They put up nine the game before. Yeah. You know, like against they, Nashville. Against Nashville. Yeah. UC Soros. And I know he only allowed two, but still. Yeah. Um I like the call tonight to go to Pickett. I think it was actually at the start that we predicted, I believe, like you're gonna go against Skinner for Calgary tomorrow, right? Like yeah. Just kind of makes sense. But yeah, the back to backs at home, very odd to to see that. You would think the home team would almost have the advantage on, you know, not playing back to backs on on home ice, but is what it is. I think tonight's gonna be a very interesting game for the Oilers. I actually think it'll be show a lot of character to how they are today. Like if they come out and can kind of find themselves a little bit, especially in that second period. I think it shows where this team is kind of at right now. Yeah, the second period obviously continues to be a big, 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 big problem for the Edmonton Oilers. It's just game after game of them getting absolutely rolled in the middle 20, and that game against the Bruins was no exception. First period, they come out a little bit sluggish. Boston, Mm -hmm. the better team early on. Then towards the end of the first, the Oilers start to grab some momentum, and you're like, okay, this is going to be a tight hockey game. Second period, bang, bang, bang. Three straight goals for Boston. I granted the Oilers got one back towards the end of the period, started to build up some momentum before the end of the period. But if they weren't that bad in the second period, they walk away with two points in regulation. Like it absolutely killed them once again. So yeah, they need to be better in the middle frame. They are so weird. It is. It doesn't make any sense. Oh, it's I like I was on the big program yesterday Mm. and I was asked, like, what is the biggest difference? I think we talked about it. It It's like but it just seems like effort is a big thing, right? They just kind of fall asleep. And it's so strange to me. I do not understand it for one second. On home ice this year, the Oilers are plus seven in the first period. They are plus one in the second period and plus 23 in the third period. Sorry, what did you say the first period was? Plus seven. So like fairly standard, I would assume. Standard, yeah, like, like, like a know. good team should. Yeah. The fact they're only plus one in the second period. That's what not good. And as of late, they're like minus whatever. He's crazy. Plus 23 in the third. Like I, I love, I, <laughs> the Oilers have always had this mentality, but I specifically remember the Detroit lions having it where it's like Matthew Stafford is the most like game winning drives in NFL yeah. history, nine in a row. And it's like, God damn it. Can we just lead a 
game for a while. Like, why do we need to put ourselves through this where we have to put in so much energy to claw our way back into a game? Like, mm. whatever. Like, sometimes other teams are going to have good periods, right? Yeah. Like, you're going to have a good second, whatever it may be. But when Come on. You, it's been like seven games in a row. Yeah. When you consider home and road, like all games, the Oilers are plus 13 in the first, minus four in the second, and plus 23 in the third period. So the third periods have been fueling this team for a while now. The Oilers are getting some help in terms of back in the lineup. Ryan Nugent Hopkins took part in optional skate today. Yes, he's on the ice, which means he's going to be back in the lineup tonight. I don't think if you're sick, you go take the optional skate. And then just be like, well, I still don't feel that good. So fully expect Ryan Nugent Hopkins to play this evening, which brings us to our Sherwood Ford giant question of the day. It's brought to you by Sherwood Ford, the giant. You can head to SherwoodFord.ca to find out their, or to take a peek at their extensive inventory of new and used vehicles. And whether you buy new or you buy used, when you buy with Sherwood Ford, you get access to all the great perks that come along with it, like the Sherwood Ford mobile service van, mm. which will come to you to service your vehicle wherever you are in the Edmonton area. Maybe you need a winter tire swap. Maybe you need an oil change. They got you covered. They also have their free valet pickup and delivery. So if you don't have someone who can get you to the dealership to get the work done in your car, they got you covered. They'll fire you back and forth. Shout out to Sherwood Ford, the giant. Your question today, Liam. Who should come out of the lineup and how should the line lines work tonight with Nuge making his return? Uh, Sam Gagne should come out of the lineup. And then the first line should stay the same with Fogel, McDavid, and Hyman. Then I would go, what was it? Nuge, Dry, Kane, I guess. Nuge. Maybe not. No. I'd be, I'd be tempted to, to go Nuge, Dry, McLeod. Was that who was on that line? McLeod played? Kane, McLeod, Dry, yeah. Yeah, I do like that line. I just can't remember in my head he was on that line. I would do that. Actually, no, I wouldn't. I would go Kane, and then I would have McLeod down the middle with Yanmark and Perry, and then I would go Holloway down the middle on the fourth line with Derek Ryan and Connor Brown. I think just layers of speed is kind of what I'm looking at here. That's fair. Uh, well, Jason Greger had some speculation as to what he thinks the lines will be or some reporting as to what he thinks the lines will be tonight. And it does sound oh. Knobloch did confirm Fogel will stay up with Miv David and Hyman. Yeah. <laughs> classic, that? That's classic Latvian cinnamon. Yeah. <laughs> uh, Fogel with McDavid and Hyman. RNH with Dreisaitl and Kane flipped over to the right side. Yanmark with McLeod and Perry. Holloway with Ryan. And Brown, I see Mulek is in and says no Holloway is a he's or sorry, I need to read that better. No Holloway is a top nine player. I'm surprised uh, Ryan's a sentiment. And well, also, so where I'll go with this one, <clears throat> good Lord, please decide if Dylan Holloway is a center or not. <laughs> if you're going to do it, do it. I am getting incredibly sick of this. Oh, ah, he is. He isn't ah, back and forth kind of thing. Very, very annoying Two, if he's going to be a winger, play him with skill. Put him up there with McLeod and Perry. Why are we playing Yanmark in that spot? I don't like that. I would have flip-flopped Yanmark and Holloway in this. I would not. For the reason of that fourth line is an absolute disaster, and I think Holloway will bring something to it. I think that line needs to find an upgrade, and if Holloway is that upgraded in that position, then I think you got to run with it. Like I agree. Like Holloway is probably a top-nine player for this team. However... Track record is proven he just doesn't score when he plays with McLeod either. So maybe you got to try something differently. I actually don't hate that for those lines at all. 
Jan Mark did get a goal last game, as good as it was, but he got one. He has as many as Holloway now this season. Yeah. Last game, they had six different combinations of players play more than a minute together. Six different combinations of three players, I should say. So uh, the, the blender was out in full effect in that game against the Boston Bruins. We're starting to see Knobloch lean on it a little bit more. And again, I, I think one thing he's doing well is pushing the McDavid dry button in game a lot better than Jay Woodcroft did. Like when things didn't go well against Boston, it's not like, uh, Knobloch sat there and was like, all right, screw it. McDavid and Drysaddle, they're together for the whole game and, and we're riding with those two. Mm-hmm. But what he did do was out of a TV timeout, yep. boom, after a penalty kill, boom, like just hitting them with it when they don't expect it. Cause I do think it doesn't work as well when you just, when the other team's coach can sit there and go, okay, we're up by two. Well, we know 97 and 29 are going together for the rest of the game. For them to have to game plan and keep their best defensive lines kind of always on alert because you never quite know when they're going to go back to that duo. I think it works way, way better. So McDavid and Drysaddle still did spend a somewhat decent amount of time together, 304 at five on five, but it was nowhere close what, to what McDavid played with the rest of his line. What's that? Probably four shifts, three or four yeah. shifts, maybe. Right. Like that's what you want, though, right? You want to catch teams off guard a little bit, not yep. unexpected. Every time, right? And you look at that blue line that, um, what are they called? The Bruins had to put out the other day. Like, they picked the right spots to try and get them out there against a team that was vulnerable. Ultimately, didn't work, but they came really close on that power play as well. Like, Drysaddle was one not so great save away from winning the game. Yeah. You know, an elite play stopped them from winning it. 100%. Uh, let's check out what you're all saying over in the Charm Diamond YouTube's YouTube chat. For our friends at Charm Diamond Centers, proudly Canadian-owned and operated since 1972, you can get a custom ring built and delivered in less than four weeks with the Charm Masterpiece Program. They have an unbeatable pricing policy. Go check out their large selection of Canadian lab-grown diamonds, mine diamonds, and you don't have to pay until 2025 with their instant in-store financing, OAC. 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 For more information, go to charmdiamondcenters.com. What's going on here? Jason says Kane should be on the third line after his lackluster play in OT last game. I actually don't really disagree with that. I think it would have been a somewhat decent message to send, but I know I pissed a bunch of you off yesterday, so I'll just move on from that. Uh, McKay is in and says diehard oil fan from Ontario. Just flew into Edmonton for the game tonight and tomorrow. Hope to see La Bamba live. McKay, if you're not busy tomorrow in the hour leading up to the hockey game, you should swing by Greta. Maybe come by post game as well. It is, it, I'd call it walking distance from the rink. Oh, yeah. Rock oh, yeah. throw away. Would take you what? Maybe 10 minutes, 10 to 12 minutes to walk there? It, well, if you're walking, it takes you about five. Me? You and Jay have the longest legs I've ever seen. And Jay, and Jay and I pride ourselves when we go on trips together, like whether it's a nation vacation or a work trip, we like looking up how far away something is on Google Maps and being like 24 minutes. We can do that in 18 and just hoofing it. That happened when we were in Toronto. When we left Spitting Chicklets Live. I literally, yeah. there was points I had to do a slight jog to catch up. I couldn't, my legs don't move that much. Yeah. Not a small man. I'm 5'11 and 3'8. <laughs> yeah, often picked it, I made, I made it incredible. <laughs> there you go. Uh, that's funny. I'm not going to, I don't need to read it out loud. The podcast listeners don't get that one. Sorry. Uh, Daki walk with purpose. I like it, Tyler. hundred percent. We're also going to have our guy, Casey from Greta swing by mm-hmm. in a little bit, the VP and co-founder of Greta bar Yeg and all the other locations as well. He's going to swing by, uh, 
in a little bit. A um, <laughs> couple arena beers and everywhere is walking distance, says Mulek. Hell yeah. Not that I would ever admit to illegal activity, but sometimes third period and you got that extra one that you haven't touched. Ah, no, I'm not going to say it. Slide it in the back pocket, jersey over top. Well, that happened in Arizona when Aaron and I were leaving the building. I, I got mine right up my sleeve. And Aaron, oh, you went up the sleeve. Yeah, and Aaron just walked out I and the lady kept holding screaming the king can and I looked at Liam and I was like, it's crazy. They let me just walk out of here with this. And he was like, you didn't notice that lady yelling at you back there <laughs> telling you? I was like, no, like, no, completely walk the devil's advocate at a full beer. Yeah, Mulek says in the pocket, Tyler, I like it. Um, that's it's everyone's thinking sleeve. They're looking at your sleeve mm. back pocket. By the time they see it, you're out the door. If they see it, your jersey covers it. You bought it. You can do what you want with it. It's your property. Dry. It's not illegal. I actually think it is. It's definitely illegal. <laughs> that would be a, a public consumption. I don't Who know. Who are we? Adam Rosicka? <laughs> oh. <laughs> Placed on waivers for purpose of termination today. Why? Yeah, crazy. I'll let you tell everyone. Yeah, <laughs> I was having some fun last night, I guess you could say. It's funny, isn't it? Because you go to Vegas and you can walk right out of that ring with whatever you want. Basically. Uh, no, I also think they stop you. I, don't I mean, like you can go oh, yeah, on the you can have booth anywhere you want in Vegas. Yeah, but yeah. I feel like when we <laughs> when we go to other places, we assume Vegas just lives strong everywhere. Yeah, <laughs> and it, we're in vacation. Mode. It truly does not. That is not true at all. You cannot do that, people. Yeah, unless you don't get caught. You can do whatever you want. <laughs> not true. <laughs> get advice. Please move on. <laughs> uh, yeah, we we should definitely move on. This has gone in a direction that we definitely didn't need to take it. Uh, Russell is in and says, here from Newfoundland, I'll check out Greta for the first time tomorrow. Hell yeah, Russell. Hell yeah. yeah. All these people in from out of town. I'm not, I'm not going to the game name, but now I kind of want to go to the game. I'm trying to go to the game. I need four tickets. I'm willing to pay a good amount, but not game seven much. money. No, I'm like a hundred bucks. <laughs> you let me know. Isn't you can put them in seven money. <laughs> so if anyone has tickets, so let me know. All right. If anyone has tickets for Liam or myself, let us know. Dry says, we'll get back to the hockey talk here. Was it Holloway, Perry, and Fogel or McLeod when Perry first came in? That was a good line. It was McLeod, Perry, Fogel? Holloway. McLeod, Perry, Holloway. Yeah. So why are we against going back to that tonight? I just want the fourth line to have some relevancy to this game. And I feel like Holloway can bring that. I shouldn't have said before, like, Holloway and McLeod don't score. Well, they don't, They but they have proven to play well with Perry. That was my mistake. But I just want to see that fourth line be involved and have something. Like someone put in the chat before, he's like, well, you just need three lines. Like, well, no, that's you need four and you need all six defensemen to play well. You know, I'd be like being like, oh, well, we don't need Kulak and Dayane to do much tonight. They're only playing 12 minutes. You know, like, no, you need those guys to have some involvement in the game. And when push comes to shove, they can try and have some involvement, right? Like, Yep. Cody Cece and Yamak combined for a goal last game. And it was a huge goal. What a Co- beautiful life. Corey Perry got a goal last game. Like that you need these steps to win. And yep. Minnesota's no slouch. Like they've not had a great season by any means, but like, they just put up 10 against Vancouver, who are now the coldest team in the NHL. That is great to see. Uh, I like this comment from Cole. If you're playing Vegas in the first round, you need all four lines. And AB, if you just want to flash up the lines again, it goes back to a point we were making the other day where it's like, okay. I think you can succeed in the playoffs having, you know, one of Yan Marker Brown. You can have one guy who, for the most part, is an offensive black hole, but helps you out on the PK efforts there kind of thing, you know, right? Like 
Connor Brown, I know someone said, why is Sam Gagne getting taken out over Connor Brown? Like, I get it. We love Sam Gagne. We, and I, I hope there, I hope there's some sort of a way where we get Sam Gagne in a couple of playoff games just so we can see it and have the moment. That would be great. At the same time, if you watch these hockey games, Connor Brown, he brings pucks to the net a little bit more. He carries the puck a little bit better than Sam Gagne. Yeah. He creates looks. Sam Gagne scored a handful of great. He's got a nose for the net. He's got really good hands. But I think you can kind of notice Connor Brown pushes things in the right direction with a little more oomph than Sam Gagne. Yeah, it's true. And the intelligence Gagne brings is obviously important to this team. And I think we will see him in the playoffs a few times, but I just don't think he's an everyday NHLer anymore. And there's nothing wrong with that. Like you need a 13th forward. You need a guy who's just going to come in and out of the lineup, you know? So I don't mind Brown. It's unfortunate that he hasn't scored and you obviously need that. And I don't think he's a guy also you need to have in your lineup every night, but I would have him over Gagne right now. But also with that said, it was only maybe a month or so ago, six weeks that I would have had Gagne in the team way more often. And I really do think him being scratched for as long as he has been has affected his rhythm. He's not involved in the games anymore, you know? Yeah. Um, Andrew's in. Tyler, appreciate the chat we had at Mullet. Glad I had an opportunity to get you a beer. Love the show, fellas. He did buy me a beer when we were out uh, at the Mullet Arena. Great guy. 10 out of 10. Was he on the trip or just meet him at Mullet? just there. Happened to be there. I I still, I've been thinking about that trip a lot. And when we do our shows in Edmonton or whatever, we do in McGregor, like you kind of expect to see people. Yeah, people come up, love the show. But whatever. like the fact we did a live show, the three of us from the Devil's Advocate, and there was obviously the regular people who watch the show, and we we've got to know over the last year or so. But like the people who have come up and been like, "I watch your show all the time. You guys are so funny. I love it." Like I don't live in Edmonton. It's quite overwhelming in yeah. like a good way. Being like, "Oh shit!" Like this isn't just a bot on the side of the thing, you know? Like yeah, we're actually talking lunch. to people, which I know we it's try crazy. not to think of. So I'm very appreciative of that. You had a good point on the post-game show because you were like, normally it's just right now, it's three of us in a room. Yeah, it was wild. <laughs> we're, we're not talking to anybody else, but then you step outside the room and you realize that those numbers on the screen are for each person. I, yeah, and people were... Bad. Like it's a human. Yeah, like, people were actually... When we were in the bar too, like there was obviously the crowd in front of us. But then like, I don't know if you guys looked, but I was kind of like looking around and people like looking across the bar, like watching us do yeah. stuff. It was wild. Uh, Euler Nation, Oilers Nation fan said, Tyler, what are we doing here? Charity playoff games because we like him. This is the NHL. One game is the difference maker. We need four upgrades on the bottom six depth. Okay. A couple of things here to break apart. Who, who I, they, I did to? not say you just play Sam Gagne for no reason because oh. we like him. I was saying I selfishly kind of hope there's a scenario where he finds a way to get in for a game. That's just me being a fan. Let's not read it. That's not me being like, oh, Chris. Yeah. No- I didn't sit here and go, Chris Knobloch better have him in the lineup game one or else I'm going to be pissed. Like, no, obviously not. So calm down. Second, we need four upgrades in the bottom six depth. Four. What? <laughs> maybe two. Not, not two. maybe, probably two. two. You need two. You need two and you're not getting the third. So calm down. Your third, oh. if you want to count it, is probably like James Hamlin. <laughs> Let me throw up the Minnesota lineup for a second here and you can look at this. <laughs> All right. Wow, there you go. Yeah, you know, this is actually a good transition as you take a look at their lineup. Uh, Game notes for our friends over at Wendy's and the Daily Face-Off Survivor Pool. 
at the dailyfaceoffsurvivor.com. Get your picks in if you're still alive this week. Oh, man. It's impressive if you're still alive this week. If you're waiting for next week to start, I have good news for you because next week's pool <laughs> is already up. Big shout out to Wendy's. You can earn 150 bonus rewards just by downloading the Wendy's app today. So even though you're getting lunch, you're winning, you're fed good, you can scoop up some rewards as well. Um, there are... Wow, there, I don't think anyone survived this week. Holy crap. That is crazy. Yeah, um, how about that one guy who just... Played it for the first time, just ran the table. Really? Didn't Frank say that on the rundown? Oh, I guess we wouldn't have been on it because I wasn't there. As we were there. Zona, yeah. see, I can't remember who he said, but he's like, but you, somebody played and just ran and was like, this game's easy. Yeah. <laughs> You're a liar. That's fair. Well, you know what? The Oilers thought hockey was easy for those 16 games. Oh, hey, Jay. Hey, hey, guys. Guys. Sorry. <laughs> I, I was here. I've been here since the beginning. <laughs> I just wasn't zoomed out enough. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, game notes for today Oilers taking on the Wild Minnesota 6 3 and 1. In their last 10 games, their team leader in goals, Jay, Joel Erickson Eck with 28. The one that got away. Man, that guy against us, us is lethal. Yeah. I was looking for, well, when we get to betting, I was trying to find like a Connor McDavid Erickson Eck. Mm-hmm. I couldn't find anything that connected the two because I'm like, that one will pay. He really is the one that got away, isn't he? Everyone when people, when people are like, the Oilers traded Matt Barzell for Griffin Reinhardt, I'm always like, no, they, they traded Joel Erickson Eck for yeah. Griffin Reinhardt, which is just as painful because he is legit. Watch man. him. Yeah. Watch him. And he's not the only he's good. good. He's not the only good young player in this Minnesota lineup. Boldy is very good. Marco Boldy. Rossi is very good. And Brock Faber is averaging 25 minutes and 10 seconds in time on ice in his rookie season. That is seventh in the entire NHL. Absolutely insane what Brock they, Faber has been doing. They got him in a trade though, right? Uh, Kevin Fiala deal. Fiala deal, yeah. LA. Just a good trade. Or a trade for both sides. Yeah. Yeah. Brock Faber was a Minnesota guy as well. So like the connection was there and he's just coming in. Been unbre- unbelievable. Wes Glasses, part of the Glasses squad. Sure. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, on the year, both Minnesota Wild goalies are sub 900 when it comes to their save percentage. And even over this last little run, when they've been playing really good hockey, like I said, six, three, and one in their last 10, they're both incredibly inconsistent. In the month of February, both goalies still sub 900, but the Wild have outshot their opponent in four straight. People were saying the Wild have the Oilers number. Well, they've split their season series thus far. The Wild with a 7 4 win, the Oilers with a 4-3 victory. So those are your game notes for our friends at Wendy's and the Daily Faceoff Survivor Pool. Um, Jay, what do you think about this matchup here? Minnesota, man. I am always worried about Minnesota. It's the thing we need to fix. But look at this. The Oilers, more goals per game. It doesn't goal matter. It's the Minnesota Wild Vortex that we get sucked into. Doesn't even matter. We could be. It doesn't matter if we have ten goals against. I'm surprised they're only three point one after putting up like seven in the third period alone against Vancouver. Yeah, they scored ten goals against the Vancouver Canucks. Uh, like, pretty unbelievable. Like, yeah, the math says we should roll them. Yep, but it's Minnesota, man. Yeah, it's you got to respect it. Like Erickson Heck is superhuman against the Oilers. Goalies play better. Boldy steps it up. I don't know. So it's expected. We suck against them. Calvin Pickard <laughs> against Philip Gustafson tonight for the uh, goalie matchup. And if you take a peek at the numbers here, Gustafson has not had a good season at all. Like I said, 
just inconsistent. But probably awesome against the Oilers. Gave up five goals on 16 shots to the Canucks. Before that, 3-3-1, but that was against Chicago. Then three against Anaheim as well. He's got a record of 2-1-1 in his last five. Got a no decision in the other one. He's faced the Oilers once this year. It was back on October 24th when the Wild beat them, but he gave up four goals on 28 shots on net. So He's only ever played the Oilers once. And it was that game? And was it as an Ottawa Senator? No, it was with as a Minnesota Wild. Uh, he he has an eight eighty four save percentage, which is the worst in his career against any team. Okay. Eight fifty seven. So sorry, against any right. team. Here's the game. Shoot the puck on this goalie. <laughs> they yeah. Well, actually, they only put up twenty eight last time they played him. Based at home says Gustafson going to get cooked. Oilers and the over tonight. Uh, the over might not be a bad play when you consider how this Minnesota team. I got a game note for play. you. Oh, okay. Since January 15th, the Minnesota Wild lead the NHL in goals per game. Second in total goals. Third on the power play. Pretty damn good offensively. Tough test for picks as he just took on the best offensive team in the NHL in Dallas. Now he's got to do this. In picks we trust. In so what we were trust. they before that? They must have been the worst scoring team to only be at 3.1 goals for a game. Well, Since January think- 15th, they're 9-4-1 and one as well in that space. Don't good. think Kaprizov had a good start to the season. Right? He, yeah, he, yeah, he did not. Now he's picked it up quite well. Yeah, he started yeah. turning around a little bit as that Minnesota Wild. He saw us in Toronto. <laughs> so that one magical night. Up until January. <laughs> yeah, when he saw us at uh, Paris, Texas. He's turned it around. That's all he needed. Uh, The Minnesota Wild up until January 1st were still only 3.06. They're 19th in the NHL. So not great. Not great offensively. So there you go. Oilers taking on the Wild. Those are your game notes for Wendy's in the daily face-off survivor pool. I want to do something a little bit different for the Service Credit Union mock trade for today. Yesterday, we cooked up an interesting one, Jay, when you weren't here. The trade is fake. What's real is the money you can win from the Service Big Share Contest. It's back for a sixth year, and it's your chance to win $1 million just by saving money. Anyone can enter by becoming a member and by saving with Service. Every $500 you save gets you five entries into the Service Big Share Contest. You can even transfer your existing savings to Service for a chance to win $1 million. The contest ends April 30th, 2024. Skill test required for rules. Visit service.ca slash win. All right. Yesterday on the show, Jay, we were talking about teams that could maybe be like a one-stop shop for the Edmonton Oilers. Mm-hmm. Nashville is the team that popped up. Mm-hmm. Alex Carrier is a right shot D-man, maybe slides in to that Cody CC spot. Is he an upgrade on CC? Probably. I think so. I think at this point you can recognize him as an upgrade on CC. Coach CC's on fire right now. Anyways, <laughs> carry on. Offensively with one assist, sure. Defensively, not on fire. <clears throat> okay, carry on. So the deal was we put it up on the uh, Oilers Nation Instagram yesterday, and I just lost it. God damn. Come on, Tyler. It was the Oilers get Carrier, and they also get our boy Tommy Novak. Tommy Novechkin, whose name is starting to pop up a little bit in trade rumors. They also get a fourth round pick and they trade Cody Cece and the first round pick. First round pick basically for Carrier and Novak. Cece goes the other way to make the money work. Would you do it? Why would Nashville say yes to that? I would do it. Because they get a first round pick for two pending UFAs. Who they're not going to resign. 
And then they can take Cody Cece, use him as a warm body, flip him at next year's deadline, get another pick. Yeah, well, I, I, I think Edmonton should do that all day. I just don't see how Nashville says yeah. So you don't think it's enough, really? I don't think so. Oh, I, I'm going off the logic. Okay, Novak is a pure bottom six guy. Like, think about the Hall, like, and this is like not even comparable, but like, work with me here. Think about the Hall it's going to take to get Gensel. Two first, yeah. Right. And now you're getting two players, a quality right shot D doesn't grow. And, and Nove- the guy's nickname is Novechkin. Yeah. It's <laughs> Novechkin just because it sounds cool, not because he's like Alex Ovechkin. But he scored both games against you. I just, I feel like that's not enough. Wow. I'm surprised you think it's not enough because a lot of people in the chat are saying, of it's course, because we're Oilers fans. I know. Yeah. And that's fair. And maybe because we're playing the Minnesota Wild, I'm a little bit on the uh, glass half empty side. I don't know. This is what the wild does to you. I, I'm actually really surprised that you said that was too much. At first, I thought you were going to scoff at it and say no, but why? Why would I say no? It's Just because great- it's the first round pick, you're not getting like a stud player. But you're getting well a good right shot D man and a solid bottom six guy. I wonder if they would even want CC. Probably not, but like, if you're getting a first round. You pick. probably have to do a lot more than CC going back. We put this up yesterday on our Instagram. 52% said yes. 48% said no. So would you do this trade? I don't know. I think NHL trades are so weird. Like sometimes you look at them and it's like you think of last year when the Rangers got, what was his name? Mikula and Tarasenko. And obviously there's some picks in there, but it was like conditional for Sammy Blaze who didn't have a goal that season. Yeah. And then something else is like, maybe we're actually undervaluing Cody CC a little bit. The end of the day, like he that's why I think Nashville does that trade though. Yeah, because like in the summer they could probably even not even next year's deadline. In the summer they might be able to just flip CC somewhere for another pick. I'll just scratch him and not allow him to play a seven hundredth game. I wonder if they're going to move Barry. <laughs> they have to now. They kind of do, but they only have one more retained salary spot. Yeah, that's true. Is, is this the last year of his deal? Yeah. Yeah. It is really weird, actually, and goes back to the Ekholm deal last year. They retained 250k of Ekholm salary when they traded him here, which I forget about. But what a dumb thing to do for Nashville to waste one of your retained just on 250 grand. Like, if you were them, why would you not? And maybe they did. Who knows? But like, why wouldn't you have just pushed a little and been like, "Hey, we're burning this retained salary spot anyways." You know, what's another 750k? Like, give us a third, and we'll keep a mill for you. Like, why would you not try to? Juice it up a little bit. Yeah, I know. Yeah, I know. Ekholm has a lot of term, but it was just weird to. Yeah, like Sean Battle, four percent salary retention. Nashville did Ken a solid, but like, what a weird solid to do because like it's just so insignificant. Very weird. Anyways, what's uh, today's trade? Well, today's idea was oh, why is Kyle sent in today's? Yeah, he has a couple in there. Yeah, okay, so he's got a whole setup. First for Tanev at fifty percent. Oh, so we're the ones that bite on it. Okay, yeah, let's go. So we go in, we give the first for Tanev, but Calgary keeps 50% of the money. All right. Then he has Mantha at twice retained for CC a third and a fifth. And then Tessier at 50% for a fourth and a sixth. So the Oilers God, give up that's... a first, a third, a fourth, a sixth, and a CC. And they get Tanev, Mantha, Tessier. Okay. So, man, I feel like to wash Mantha that much, I don't think the you're paying enough, but why do you want Mantha? He is so streaky. Like, yes, he's a big guy and can score. But is the it, guy disappears and he, he gets hurt. He's big, big Fogel, though. 
bigger Fogel? <sighs> Honestly, well, and Liam's going to like this. I'd rather Fogel. But then if, you, if you're if you accepting that Fogel's yeah. going to be a top six guy for you this year, then get Mantha to play on your third line. But once again, he's streaky and he gets hurt. I don't know. That's I got there. I know he's, and I saw Willis post about him, but I'm like, he scores it. He has really like good. You're talking five about his five on five stuff, yeah. but like, okay. In 30 regular season games in a year, like, I don't know. I it's, I'm torn on the Mantha stuff, uh, but also the cost to get it washed down that much. Uh, and Tessier, 50%. I like Tessier. I like that Tessier deal. That's a good trade. Um, Tanev deal. I think I like as well. I don't love always giving up the first for one rental. Like you gotta be able to throw some salary back if you're, if you're, but they're keeping 50%. So that's the salary going back. I don't think Washington, ah, third and fifth for Mantha. I don't think they're getting more than a third round pick for Anthony Mantha. And then you're getting someone will pay. No, no one's giving them a retention. Second. No one's giving them a second for Mantha. A fifty percent retained, maybe. I don't Still know. Still two point eight. I think I'd prefer Duclair over Mantha. That's what I was thinking. Easier to afford too. I mean, you can. You don't have to go through the complications of trying to retain him twice. You can hopefully just do it once. Just do it once. Yeah. How did Duclair do in the playoffs last year? Who did he play for last year? Florida. Oh yeah, he was a Panther. He had eleven points in twenty games, four goals. Pretty good. That's not bad. Okay. And he was injured most of the season. Yeah. Well, Remember yeah. he had that ACL. There was thing. potentially right. that they were gonna have to trade him when he got oh, unhurt. Oh right? yeah, he was on the block. And I then they had that. another injury. He actually played as many games in the playoffs as he did in a regular season and put up more points in the playoffs. Yeah, they call that the Mark Stone. <laughs> uh lacerated spleen for Mark Stone. Golden Knights aren't setting a timeline, but if you go uh, Google how long it takes for a lacerated spleen to heal, about two, two and a half months. So it kind of lines up for Vegas. Well, that's not true fully. Oh, okay. Because Dr. I, Liam. So What's, I was reading this by a Twitter doctor. Okay. I can't remember his name, but he's the guy who always. Dr. Twitter? He's, he's the guy who always tweets about the hockey stuff. Yep. And he said it's actually an injury that varies. So there's somebody, I can't remember the name, but he said he was only like, he was only out for like two weeks. He was an NFL player. And then declare, uh, sorry, declare stone could be out for this long as like, it's just kind of dependent on what it actually is. Hmm. So we'll see. I don't know. Dr. Jason Greger on his tweet here spoke to a medical specialist and they felt this could be three months and maybe up to six months, depending on the individual. Well, it better NHL be play- six months. NHL playoffs begin in 58 days. Like that's what you meant. So annoying. Medical professional. Who knows? Although Frank's been kind of co- connecting them to Riley Smith. So I'm like, yeah, if you're just going to use the money on Riley Smith, go ahead. <laughs> you had him last year. Whatever. Because what? He's eight and a half. Riley Smith. Five oh, and a half. Stone. Oh, Stone. Yeah. Stone. Nine and a half. Nine. Nine and a half. Yeah. It's a lot of money. You can do Riley Smith and well, anyone you want. Retained. So what's scary is they do Gensel. Yeah, exactly. What if they go to what if they go to Pittsburgh and are like, all right, what do you want? We want them both. And they get Riley Smith at 50 percent retained for next year as well. And they get Jake Gensel in the deal and they can afford it all. They can take Gensel's full cap hit. Well, like what is what is Miley's what do they have left to give? Well, so that's the other thing too with Vegas. I know everyone, obviously, right? We're making a big stink. Some of it tongue in cheek or whatever about the the Golden Knights and the salary cap manipulation that comes with the Mark Stone move. Obviously, if he's out six months, like tax free state, yeah, 
and just always got a big ticket player uh, in the LTIR. They have all of their first and second round picks and third round picks for the next three years. Because remember, they didn't trade anything last year. All they, they traded Zach Dean, their former yeah. first rounder for Barbashev. And oh in their system, oh, they have like no prospects. Though, eh? uh, yeah, it doesn't matter. They got all the first bullets they need. They're going big. So I found, Watch. found the information I was looking for. So he says, worst case would have been an immediate emergency surgery and spleen removal. He said, best oh. case is a mild bleed, uh, a short for one to four day period. So he's obviously not that. But then it says, Jason Wayne returned to the NFL after three weeks, but was not, but not sure what the grade was to the injury. He said, I would put a minimum timeline of two weeks and a max of three if no surgery need, if there's no surgery needed for Stone. Is there surgery? Uh, we haven't heard yet, I don't think. Here's a cool fact. A crocodile can't stick out its tongue. Another cool fact, you can get short-term health insurance for a month or just under a year in some states. United Healthcare short-term insurance plans are designed for people who are between jobs, coming off their parents' plan, or turning a side hustle into a full-time gig. Underwritten by Golden Rule Insurance Company, they offer flexible, budget-friendly coverage with access to a nationwide network of doctors and hospitals. Get more cool facts about United Healthcare short-term plans at uh1.com. Everyone knows therapy is great for solving problems, but getting therapy has its own problems too, like finding the right therapist, fitting into their schedule, and of course, the cost. Well, BetterHelp can solve those problems. It's totally online and built around your schedule. It's surprisingly affordable too. Connect with a credentialed therapist by phone, video, or online chat, all from the comfort of your home. Visit BetterHelp.com to learn more and save 10% on your first month. That's BetterHelp, H-E-L-P. Ready to pop the question? The jewelers at BlueNile.com have got sparkle down to a science with beautiful lab-grown diamonds worthy of your most brilliant moments. Their lab-grown diamonds are independently graded and guaranteed identical to natural diamonds, and they're ready to ship to your door. Go to BlueNile.com and use promo code LISTEN to get $50 off your purchase of $500 or more. That's code LISTEN at BlueNile.com for $50 off. BlueNile.com, code LISTEN. Uh, Troy is in and says, what can the league actually do in the LTIR situation? It's terribly annoying, but technically it's within the rules. Yeah. Salary cap needs to count the playoffs. Listen, yeah. If it's justified, then they can't. Like- yeah. And, and Frank and I talked about it today. Like, I mean, we're all mad about it. They're cheating, whatever. If the Oilers happen to throw Jack Campbell on LTIR in the next week, would we be complaining? No. Well, we've been be staying happy. for it for three months. Yeah. Like. I think what even riles people up a little bit more is that it is Mark Stone, who like everything last year was like, he might never play again. And then immediately back available. Now, isn't he played basically every game this season? Looks completely fine. Did look completely Yeah. Fine. And now all of a sudden he's out again. It's like, I think he's just a player that people are more frustrated with and just the whole situation. Yeah. 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 They also have four players on LTIR right now. Oh, sorry. Mm-hmm. Three players. Four. Pl- yeah. Never mind. Go on. All right, let's He's continue. Still on LTIR? He's what? just on IR. He's just on. They haven't put him on LTIR yet. They put Eichel on LTIR. Gotcha. Okay. Stone's just sitting on normal IR for now. Okay, let's get to our keys to victory for tonight's hockey game. Circle back to this evening's matchup. Sherwood Power Sports and Marine is officially open out in Sherwood Ooh, Park. We did it. That sleek all <laughs> black exterior. Your spot for summer fun. Sherwood Power Sports and Marine. It's the exclusive spot. 
for all things Yamaha, including Yamaha boats, boat motors, dirt bikes, ATVs, side-by-sides, and motorcycles. Hell yeah. Big day. Big opening. I'm going to drive past it. I'm also going to drive past it on the way home. We're going there next week? Maybe. Oh, It'd be fun. Do a little bit of content from a boat. Bring your life jacket. Mm -hmm. Yeah, Liam. you looking for that. Yeah, I don't know where we put it. It's outside. We'll finally get to see what 90,000 liters looks like. (laughs) 91,000. Yeah, 91,000. I have pastis. All right. Sherwood Power Sports and Marine now open out in Sherwood Park. If you're out in Sherwood Park, go take a picture of it and send it to us. Say, hey, look, I saw Sherwood Power Sports and Marine. It looks unbelievable. Uh, Keys to victory for this evening. Oilers taking on the wild. There is an obvious one, and it is don't shit your pants for the entire second period. (laughs) So so no one can touch that. Yeah, that's like gravity at the moment. Yeah. Okay, I'll just, I'll take the next easy swing. Play good defense. Make Mm. life easy for Pickett tonight. Like, Stu wasn't perfect last game, but the Oilers also didn't help him at all. Make life easy for Pickett. And I'll build off that and go with the Kevin Woodley tweet from the other day. I thought this one was really interesting from Woodley, who's a very smart man. In terms of that uncertainty and slipping defensive play, in three of Skinner's last four starts, the Oilers have given up double-digit high percentage chances and expected goals near five, including 13, and an expected goals of 5.05 in their OT loss to the Bruins. Those are early seasoned kind of numbers. The Oilers need to be better in front of their goalies. We talk about the PK. They need to be better in front of their goalies. At five on five, they need to be better in front of their goalies. They have not been doing a good enough job making life, I I won't even say easy, but just give your goalies more of a fighting chance in these hockey games. So Eminem needs to be better defensively tonight. That is my key to victory for Sherwood Power Sports and Marine. Jay? Defensively and like more urgency in your own end. Like it's just like Boston just push the pace. Like, like, like Stu kept, like Stu kept us in like that, that first period could have been way worse. Um, but you said a lot of good things there. Uh, I'll just go back to what I said before. We have Philip Gustafson and net. Amram. He's not going us tonight. So shots, 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 shots. Yeah. Shot shots. Minnesota has been playing good as of late. And a big reason why is they've been controlling the shot share. They've outshot their opponents in four consecutive hockey games. So if you're the Oilers, that's got to be a point of emphasis is to not let Minnesota control the zone time. Don't let them control shot clock either. Edmonton, to their credit as well, has also been doing a good job of that. They've outshot the other team at five on five in five consecutive hockey games and in six or in seven of their last eight as well. So a couple of extra game notes for you. If you're ripping shots on net, you're going to give yourself a much better chance to win the hockey game. So Edmonton's picked up points in three straight. It's a decent little run. You know, I'll take that point against Boston. But yeah, like in hindsight, you look back at it, you're like, that's not that bad. We could have had it. I think that close to a win. One other and key plus, I like that the comeback and it would have been just paid amazing. <laughs> the odds are so juicy. You but, live bet it? Oh, yeah. What'd you get it at? Plus 600. Oh, and they were only down two. I didn't. I, I wasn't gonna do it. Oh, you did it when Sogo scored, and I was like, okay, I think they got the juice plus six hundred. Oh, and then they had that like three minute shift where they just hemmed Boston I in know, the end of the second. I know. Damn, damn you, Kane. My other key oh. to victory: if you're on the PK and you have the puck, shoot it. Just out. hammer it. Get just it get it away. It's too oh, much of this geez. little chipping and all that stuff. So way too cute. Just hit way it. too yeah. cute. I feel like the sticks just aren't as good on the penalty like, kill right It seems like 50% of our passes, like exit passes, were to Boston players. Yeah, and it's just like, you remember on the win streak, it felt like the penalty kill 
sometimes was a power play for us. Like, Yamark and Brown were just getting breakaways every game. And yeah, two on one every PK. It's like, where's that gone? Like, I'm not saying that has to happen all the time, but like, that's coming from the pressure that you're putting on your opponents. Like, don't make the puck turnover and everything. It's just not happening. It's to so add to Liam's key to victory here, which will be perfect, I'm reading a Knobloch quote. He said, We needed the break, but the one thing that really affected us was the details of the penalty kill, where our sticks should be where our positioning should be. And right now I see so many of our sticks in the high lane when it should be in the low lane, the defenseman stepping out and being too passive rather than stepping out on the other guy, blah, 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 blah. Lost the details. Exactly what Liam kind of just said. Yeah. The Oilers with a win tonight can tie the Vegas Golden Knights at 70 points in the Pacific Division standings in Edmonton. And And they hold the tiebreaker as well. So four games in hand on Vegas. Two points back right now. Van lost last night. Yeah, Vancouver's now lost yeah. four in a row. Slide is real. The Oilers are 12 points back of Vancouver with six games in hand. So once again, the Oilers do technically control their own fate when it comes to grabbing the top spot in the Pacific Division, which is absolutely insane Tonight's to think big. about. It's big. Tonight Tonight's is big. Tonight and tomorrow is big. All right. Jay, I don't think I told you because uh, you joined late. We have a special guest joining us on the show today. Oh, uh, let's head out to the star mechanical guest line and bring in our boy Casey from Greta, the VP and co-founder oh, of Greta. He's joining us. Are you live from Greta, Vancouver? I'm live from the new restaurant in Calgary beside Greta, mm. Calgary. Ah, I tried to take a stab. Close, close. close. Uh, Vancouver's not quite so, uh, quite so sexy as this restaurant. <laughs> uh, Casey, you've been hopping around our network. You did the Flame Show the other day. You did the Canuck Show the other day. But you're an Oilers guy, so this is better, right? I rocked it. I rocked it. I, uh, I even brought this one, uh, this, this good old, this oldie, oldie, but a goodie to, to yeah. join in today. And I mean, an Oilers fan, but as a guy who's in the bar scene as well, like you also in this, in that line of work, you're a little more invested in the Oilers success, right? Like the bar is just rocking when the Oilers go on deep playoff runs. Yeah. I mean, it's a tough balance, especially with us being uh, kind of all over Western Canada and now going into Toronto as well. I, I always say I'm an Oilers fan first, but I'm a supporter of all the other teams. But it's one of those things where you're hoping that the Oilers win, you know, game seven, round two against Vancouver, you know, and everybody wins, right? You know, Vancouver gets a little sprinkle and then we go play the Leafs in the final in Greta, Greta Toronto's first year. How's that going with Greta out in Toronto? When's the open date for that? Uh, April 26th. So uh, the Leafs need to make it more than four games. That's not an official open date. That's what we're targeting, though. But I need more than four games from the Leafs to make that one. Asking a lot, yeah. <laughs> I, I did. I made a commitment two weeks ago when I was in Toronto that I'll, I have zero tattoos. That I'd get a Leafs tattoo somewhere on my body if the Leafs win the cup this year when Greta opens. It'd be like a Greta Leafs combo tattoo. That's commitment. Commitment to the cause. Uh, yeah, that's, maybe that's maybe a little oil drop in there too. Maybe oil drop. <laughs> uh, we have our big BOA watch party coming to Greta on Saturday is going to be an absolutely unbelievable time as it always is. But the other thing I like about Greta is we're going to have our BOA watch party and we're going to go absolutely crazy on Saturday night. But then a couple weeks later, we're doing our all ages event too for brunch for Ben in support of the Ben Stelter foundation as well. It's pretty sweet Casey that a venue like that can host two totally different kind of vibes when it comes to events. Honestly, it's the, it's the best part about Greta, truly. I mean, obviously, generally, we, we don't allow, allow kids, allow minors, but uh, we do some uh, events throughout the year, like Family Day. We just had a, had a great day throughout the company on uh, Family Day and lots of kids. 
having a great time. And then obviously when the opportunity presented itself for us to, to host this brunch, it was uh, a no brainer, obviously uh, it's near and dear to all of our hearts, obviously. Yeah. hundred percent. And uh, that event on Saturday, you mentioned, I was actually, I had that written down too. I'm like, okay, you love the Oilers. You're an Oilers fan, but you definitely got to be rooting for those other Canadian teams. But when it comes to a battle of Alberta, I mean, that's, that's the one night it's just all Oilers, right? Five, four and overtime. I'll take big, exciting game. <laughs> Take it right to the end, fill the place, have everybody having a great time. So my one thing about yesterday in Vancouver, I just obviously wish I mean that game was close, but you know, I don't know. The I gotta say, you gotta you gotta deliver it to those Vancouver guys. They gotta bring that uh, that Edmonton energy to their to their watch parties because I was like, we need more of that Edmonton energy in Vancouver. They're, they're, they're still learning from us. Edmonton is the laboratory. The teacher would need the teachers need to come and uh, pop out there maybe and help them out maybe. Yeah, we'll have to do an Edmonton uh, Vancouver. Watch for it. Stress me out because Edmonton has to win. But yes, <laughs> yeah, that would be good. I, I think they play each other on like this. Is it the second last game of the year or third last game of the year? Yeah, it's right. Near the, it's, yeah, it's yeah, right. Like the last week of the season. Yeah, I can't remember if it's in Edmonton or in Vancouver, but that would be that could be a, that could be for first place as you guys just oh. just showed us, which is oh. crazy. We can't let them sweep us in the season series That's, either. That too, that would be painful. I can't handle that. Yeah, the last time, well, we did a couple of watch parties at Greta. We obviously did the Vegas game not that long ago when uh, the streak was on the line, but also our first one of the year, the season opener. Oh, when we just got- Let's forget that one, Tyler. Let's, that one <laughs> didn't happen. The vibes hopefully, we all, hopefully, we all drank enough beers and Pink Whitney's to make that one be forgotten. <laughs> yeah, yeah, we did. That was just ugly right from the get go. But hopefully, Saturday is a little bit better. The Oilers have been showing up in their last few BOAs as well. Like I said, you're an Oilers guy. When you think back through your time as an Oilers fan, you got a go to BOA story. Any good memories of Edmonton versus Calgary? I, honestly, I, I, I mean, I got right back to childhood. Like I grew up uh, on this rivalry, and you know, I was uh, I was at the Steve Smith game. You know, when I was ten years old, so I, I've been a part of the rivalry for for the whole time, basically. But the one thing I would say, like, would be the, the recent one when uh, obviously Cassie and Tuchuk, Mike Smith, you know, like that, you know, you can't rival the goalie fight at center ice. Like, you know, and I, I became pretty good uh, uh, friends with some of those Flames guys living in Calgary during that time. So it was interesting to to hang out around uh, that that half of the season when uh, when that rivalry was really at its peak. Like, I got, we hadn't seen that rivalry like that in 10, 15 years, right? So that was the great, you know, great thing. So I know you guys talked about it earlier this week on the show, but I mean, everybody wants Calgary and Edmonton to always be good, right? You know, it's just good for everybody. It's way more fun that way, right? And yeah, Calgary's looking good right now. So I think it's a, t- it's a tough game Saturday. Yep. Yeah, they, they've been like this weird, on a weird little roller coaster this year. Like Edmonton started low, got crazy high, and then it's kind of just stayed up near that level. Calgary's just been moving up and down all year, but you can never take uh, the Flames lightly in a BOA. We'll be out there Saturday. Tickets still on sale. Nationgear.ca. What did we have in the chat? We did have a question in the chat, actually, from Scott Aroni. He said, what makes Greta unique in comparison to other venues? So I'll let you handle that one, Casey. What makes an event at Greta, like our Oilers Nation one, so better than at other venues? I think multiple things, obviously. I mean, I think the biggest one we kind of touched on, obviously the games are, the games are a point of difference for us. There's obviously a couple other, you know, game, game bars out there, but I think the, the intimate setting and the atmosphere. And I think the other one is just like the, the demographic and the fact that you truly, you know, you know, on a normal night when, you know, my, no minors there, you could still have anywhere from 18 to 85, to be very honest. And you can have fun. Like my, my old man's 73 and he'll come play some bubble hockey with me and play some games and have a great time. So, I think it's just that that atmosphere and that energy we create. And that's why I said, like, your guys' watch parties, like, 
the boys in the other cities have something to something to strive for because your guys' watch parties definitely bring the energy and excited to see uh, to see them. Uh, you know, it's a challenge. We're putting it out there to the other guys. You know, let's let's bring the Edmonton energy in the other cities. Gonna have it. Yeah. And we're going to have another good one on Saturday. Thanks for hopping in, Casey. Enjoy the game. Awesome. Great day, guys. Bye. Thanks there you go. Casey. Our guy, Casey from Greta. I'm excited for Saturday. You going to be there? Too. I will be there. Mm-hmm. Can confirm. Mm-hmm. Can confirm. We're going to have a blast live pre and post game as well. All of our guests this week appeared on the Star Mechanical Guest Line. They've been working in the community for over 20 years. And many of the homes built in Edmonton over the last two decades have their plumbing and heating systems installed. By Star Mechanical. They work with top local award-winning home builders on their new homes. That's why you can trust them. Their services and products, they install a reliable, cost-effective, and efficient. Find out more by visiting them online at starmechanical.ca. Greta on Saturday, a back-to-back set of games as Edmonton takes on Mini tonight and Calgary tomorrow. It's going to be a jam-packed weekend. So let's get into the menu for our friends at DoorDash. After we go hard on Saturday during a BOA, it's DoorDash in the morning. Probably DoorDash at night, DoorDash in the morning. It's a double dash night. I love DoorDash for breakfast. It really is good when you don't even have to move out of your bed and you can just waddle your way to the front door. Bing. Uh, Our Canadian listeners can get 25% off and zero delivery fees on their first order of $15 or more. And they download the DoorDash app and use the promo code NATION25. Double Dash, you can try the new Double Dash feature, which allows you to add a second stop to your DoorDash order without extra delivery fees. So you can grab two from one. No more arguing with your significant other over where you're going to order food from this weekend. DoorDash has you covered with the Double Dash feature. Let's wrap up the show, gents. It's a game day. Mm-hmm. It's time for our Betway game day betting challenge <laughs> brought to you by Betway. What's up, what's up Jay? Oh. Times are changing. All the tides are changing. Mm, let's uh, right. bring up that what leaderboard. We, we all won, didn't we? You didn't, you win. didn't win. Yeah, I did. Power play goal. F- oh, you did win. You f- shady. What was, what was it? Power play goal in the first? Yeah. Yes. A lot of power play did. Yes, they did. Boston did. So this is wrong. Rats. Oh, what, what were the God. odds? Tides are ch- uh, uh, 220 to one. So plus 120. Uh, ah, so you're actually up 1.4 units. No. No, I'm up two up, point something units. No, you'll oh, be yeah. three something. Three something. I was two. I was two hundred. You were two twenty. All right. Oh my god, oh, we I messed up glo- the graphic. This is who makes these graphics. This is so shady. That was not good. That's not. This is not a good look. This, this is not a good so look. shady. I'm Marshall, maybe I should start making these. Maybe, yeah, yeah maybe actually. Good. Yeah, you'd be. My God, it's hard. Yeah, it is. Evidently, it's a lot of math. <laughs> also, Jay, you'll appreciate this. Shout out, Lance Kane. I made a joke the other day on pre-gaming here. He asked, what's your record on Boardsy's bankroll? And I was like, I don't know. You can go back and look if you want. He went through every single show I've done and found my record. I believe I'm down four units. Mm, so you'd, like be, you'd be right in the middle yeah, of this so mix here. Somewhere around there. Uh, I'm coming off another win. So don't look now, but I'm starting to get a little hot. Yeah. Uh, I'm going Warren Fogle <laughs> over two and a half shots at plus 100. He had five last game with Connor McDavid, so I'm banking on him having a, a similar kind of performance. He's sticking up on the top line, so Fogel over two and a half shots is my pick. I still can't believe how slighted I got. Yeah, that was. You're chasing the juice again tonight, though, Jay. What time did I submit that uh, bet to you guys? Six thirty this morning. I, think. I feel like it was earlier. It was <laughs> four fifty-six. Why are you? Oh, four fifty-six. What are you doing awake at? 456. Sometimes the mind just gets thinking and you got to just get up and just rolling that way for hours. Gotta lean into it. I'm like, oh, well, I'm up. Okay. What can I do to like make my day easier? 
well, sometimes I forget my bet, so I'll get that in. And I scroll and spend a, about 10 minutes thinking of what I wanted to do there. I was really trying to look for a Oilers money line over six and a half, Ekman Larson and Connor to score. That's the one I was chasing. Couldn't get that. I can get Ekman Larson always with um, Zach Hyman. Then I was thinking that's the universe telling me I should lean into Hyman. So I feel like it's, it's tonight's a good night for a multi-goal game for Hyman. You're going money line the over Hyman to get two goals at 12 to one. 12 to Jeez. one. Jeez. And if I hit it, I'm sure I'll be minus 13 units next show. <laughs> I, think, I think Lance needs to go through and <laughs> don't do it, Lance. That'd be a mega waste of time. Uh, if you have time, Liam, what are you doing? Uh, Bouchard point, power play point, sorry, plus 175. I want to go McDavid assists again. But I've done it in five straight games yeah. now. <laughs> so I'm kind of playing with Boosh fire. Boosh power play point. I was thinking about there was one with Boosh. And I believe that uh, you can get Erickson Eck. And there was like a point each mm. to score a point. I think it was a power play point, though. That seems like a lot. <laughs> no, no, it was just a, a point. Lot. It was Oilers, Moneyline, Boosh, and Ekman Larson point each. And it was like only like four and a half to one or something. Erickson Eck is fifth in the NHL in power play goals. That ain't juicy enough. Who's first? I don't know. I just have my Minnesota Kucherov. game. Liam. Let me look. <laughs> Kucherov has the most power play points. So probably Kucherov. Probably. Mm. Hold on. Give me a second. It's pretty wild well, there's not McDavid and Drysaddle up there this year. I'd love to yeah. see the power play. Power play goals. It is Sam Reinhardt, 22. Yeah. Oh, Reinhardt is third with, only, with 13. Didn't he have 30 last season? Yeah, that's kind of crazy. So, got to pick up that pace there a little bit. Um, dry settle scoring just a hair more even strength than he is on the power play, 14 to 13. There's a fun fact to end the show. How's Nuge doing? How's he feeling? He's in the he's lineup. Play tonight. He's skating. That's nice. Optional. Yeah. And where's Holloway in the lineup? Well, flash Four. up the lines. Let's take one more look at the lines to wrap up the show. Get Jay's take on I don't that. know why he didn't show him. Well, we did. We did. We did about 30 <laughs> minutes of the show before you got here. Uh, Fogel, M- M- David, and Hyman. RNH Kane and Dry Silent Kane, Yanmark McLeod Perry, Holloway, Ryan Brown. Logo goal or multi point game is probably a good bet. Shot prop's nice. Shot prop is nice. Uh, Didn't he do just... well against the Wild earlier, earlier this season, Fogo? Mm, I don't know. Let me find out. Brown's right. coming. He's coming. We've been saying that for weeks, yeah. months. Well, we're, we're he's has slowly he, coming. Has it gone to Lloyd Minster yet? I'll I'll try and get an up, I'll get an updated map tonight yeah. for everybody. Because yeah, it, pregame is. I think the minute tonight. he gets to Lloyd, he's like, you know what? Oh, I scary. should probably score. Vogel had two goals against uh, Minnesota early in the season, but it was minus three. That's not great because <laughs> that was the game when they were just terrible. And then wasn't Campbell sent down like pretty quick after? Yeah, he might have been. Yeah, good times. All right. So there's your lines for tonight. Uh, we'll go through all that again later on pre-gaming with Boards. He starts at six o'clock pre-gaming. this evening. Double pre-gaming kind of night because tomorrow we'll be live at Greta at seven o'clock. So we hope to see big you weekend. all there. Big, big, big weekend. weekend. Yeah. Two Oilers games. Giddy up. Giddy up. Spring training baseball's back. Giddy up. No, no, my dad good. couldn't quite grasp the idea that the Blue Jays play in the Grapefruit League. What's there to grasp? He could didn't he thought he was like they're a joke. Big, they're tough to get a hold of. Well, he he he's just laughing. He's like, How long has he been in the Grapefruit League? I was like, I'm pretty sure forever. Yeah, it was for as long as grapefruits have been around. Yeah, so since the dawn of time. 
Okay. All right. <laughs> uh, New Oilers Nation radio dropping later on this afternoon as well. Pre-gaming at 6 today, 7 o'clock tomorrow. Who's on post-game with you tonight, A.B.? Who knows? That's a good question. All right, but well, instead, you should watch The Notebook. New episode. Yeah, new episode of The Notebook is out on our YouTube as well. Good show. A.B. and Coomzy breaking down some headlines from around the NHL. That's a wrap on today's edition of the show. Assured for giant game day edition of the program from the Sports Closet Studio. Check them out, sportscloset.ca. Have a great weekend. Enjoy the two games. We'll chat with you again on Monday at noon Mountain Time. It's Brett with me tonight for After All right. Thank you for watching Oilers Nation every day. Hit the subscribe button to never miss a show. And for more, visit OilersNation.com. Hey, it's Danny Pellegrino from Everything Iconic. Ready to upgrade your style game without blowing your budget? Check out Quince. They've got all the good stuff, shirts and polos, activewear and fine leather goods, all at 50 to 80% less than other high-end brands. And the best part? They're all about safe, ethical and responsible manufacturing. Get that luxury vibe without the luxury price tag. Hit up quince.com slash upgrade for free shipping and 365-day returns on your next order. That's quince.com slash upgrade.